KC Covers Country. Oh, hello. Couple weeks no see. I hope you're having an awesome Friday so far. It's going to be a beautiful weekend outside. A lot happened this week, including the fact that the CMTs were on Sunday night. So we got into a lot of that with the Casey Covers Country segments on the air this week. Not to mention, I went to my very first Babes in Business pop-up event. If you don't know what that is, it's basically... The word club keeps coming to my mind, and it's not like a club. It's like a group that anybody can come join, but it, it it's an event for female business owners or like small business owners or hobbyists within this greater St. Louis area, and you can go, and there's like a panelist who are super encouraging, and you can get drinks, and I was actually a vendor there for my very first event, which maybe I should have just gone to one before deciding to vend one, but it turned into a lot of fun. I met a ton of new girls, which is kind of hard once you hit a certain age, like once you're out of school and you are settled into your career and your routine and your regular friend groups, it's hard to make new friends. This was the perfect way to do it. If you ever feel like you need to search Babes in Business STL online or on Instagram, I promise you'll find me there from now on. I'll also be working the one on July 7th. So maybe I'll see you there for that. This is our last couple of weeks without concerts, which I am soaking up every minute of because you know how it goes. Once the weather gets warm, the country concerts, they're nonstop. Check out all of them on our country concert calendar at 923WIL.com. Hopefully nobody gets too mad about the Garth Brooks conspiracy theory that Remy and I are about to tell you about. We found it on Tom Segura's podcast and couldn't believe that We're not the only people who think this about Garth Brooks. We thought it was really just us for a second there. I'm so sorry if you're a big fan of his. Let's just get into it. Remy and Casey. There's this weird thing that happens whenever we post about Garth Brooks. And I want to explore that right now because I found the answer to it. So yesterday I stood out on Olive with a sign that read, Garth Brooks is my daddy. It was funny, right? The crowds went wild. I lost the bracket blowout here. That's what Casey chose for me to stand out and humiliate myself on the side of Olive. I got some honks, got some, some support. But then you go to the Facebook page and there's this weird thing that happens. Anytime we or any other radio station or there's any post that Garth puts up, there's always a slew of comments that say about the same thing. Forrest says, does he know where the bodies are? And then there's another one. Where are the bodies? Sabrina says, where are the bodies, Garth? And I was like, what is this? Is this some like weird internet meme trope thing? Like what's going on here? So I dug a little bit deeper and it all stems back to one thing. And it's like this passing comment. There's a comedian named Tom Segura. He's been to St. Louis several times. He's a big deal. He's hilarious, but he's got a podcast and they like to comment on how weird Garth is in a lot of his videos that he does because he's, you know, it's Garth. And at the end of the podcast on one of these podcasts where they're kind of poking fun at him, this is what he said. What's going on is he's thinking about all the bodies he's got stacked in fraves on his yard. He's a killer. Hundred percent. He's probably killed two, three hundred people in his life. And obviously, they're joking about it, right? This is like a passing, funny line that Tom is talking about in his podcast. And ever since that moment, this was four years ago. Tom Segura fans will post 
Where the body's Garth on any Garth Brooks post. It's crazy. It's kind of hilarious. It, it is pretty funny, but at the same time, I don't know. It, if you're Garth's people, do you have to like monitor this kind of thing? Are you like. Or are they in on the joke and like they've heard the podcast and they like get a good laugh about it? Maybe. But a lot of Tom's stuff now is is about how weird Garth is sometimes. <laughs> he talks more about Garth Brooks still. Yeah. I've been I've I've gone down a rabbit hole and there are several different podcast episodes that he has devoted 10 to 15 minutes to just break down a news like stadium tour announce or a, a G Spot Studio announce or whatever his <laughs> It's not called that. Studio G Whatever. This is an interesting. This is an interesting dynamic because Garth Brooks has an army of fans, especially here in St. Louis. Uh-huh. And every now and again, you and I, as people in within the industry, and you've met Garth before, we know that there are some tendencies that are a little bit weird. <laughs> but I think that's but any nobody artist. Nobody else ever talks about it. Yeah, I think that until now. No wonder he's been on that excavator in his backyard all these years. <laughs> oh, I didn't put that together. Maybe that's why he's moving dirt around. <laughs> See, we always make jokes about him in his backyard moving dirt for no reason. Turns out, I don't know. I don't know. That I, I feel Allegedly. like literally every single artist has weird quirks about them. We could go down a list of all the people that we've talked to in the past however many years. True. <laughs> but that's where that comes from. So if you see that on anybody's on anybody's post, now you know why. It was all Tom Segura. Funny. I got to keep my eyes open for that. Remember Reba? Not Reba McIntyre. We, we all remember her. But her show, Reba, all the main cast members being together has fans thinking that they've got something up their sleeves. So it was before Reba's performance at the Hollywood Bowl over the weekend on um, April Fool's Day, what have you, that we saw Melissa Peterman, Joanna Garcia, and Steve Howie all together at the show. And for reference, those are the actors that played Barbara Jean, Cheyenne, and Van. Uh And they gathered at someone's hotel room, bought a cardboard cutout of Reba, Put her under the arm and all headed out to the concert together. <laughs> That's awesome. And obviously they like documented it. They like were putting pictures and videos on socials, like yeah. heading to Mrs. H show. And they go to the show. Fans are taking videos of them like dancing in the stands and they're all hanging out, having a fantastic time together, which is always fun to see when it comes to celebrities. Yeah. And then after the concert, they gathered backstage to find the real Reba. And all of them got to hanging out. Of course, more pictures were leaked. And Reba had mentioned a while back that she'd love to have a reboot or a reunion of some sort of the show. The show aired from 2001 to 2007. Mm -hmm. So I think it had like six seasons, which is pretty good. A single mom who works too hard. (laughs) Yes. I have a hot take here. I think they should leave it alone. Because every single time they've done these reboots, like, I am a huge Full House fan. Huge. And I just didn't ever, I never got into Fuller House. I I watched the first couple episodes and it was okay. Yeah. But I just think, just don't touch it, you know? I kind of feel the same way. Have a reunion episode or like a documentary like they did with Friends. Bring them all back to the set. Hang out. Talk about the fun stories. But don't, like, don't do the whole thing again. Yeah. That's me. I don't know. No, I agree. What was the drama with Roseanne? 
Didn't something happen there? There's a lot of drama like they, with Roseanne. They brought it back as a reboot, and then some drama ensued, and then they tried. It was like they were trying too hard, and I feel like the reboots, it's always them trying too hard. I love what Friends did and what Gilmore Girls did. Friends had just a reunion after yeah. 20 years, but Gilmore Girls had like one hour episode or something like that where it was like here here's where you can see them 20 years in the future and here's yeah. what they're up to now but it doesn't actually draw anything out and ruin the original series 2018 ABC abruptly canceled Roseanne hours after because she posted a racist tweet <laughs> Roseanne <laughs> that's uh, you had your chance can't do that yeah so, but I do think Reba fans love the show so much that it's just fun to see them all together. I think if they were to do a reunion or even just like an hour long special yeah. about it would quench that thirst. Well, you posted a TikTok last week and it's <laughs> yeah, got know, almost a I million views on it. I kind of want to take a little bit of credit because yeah. I posted a TikTok last week and I posted it to our Instagram and Facebook followers at 923WOL and I basically said, hey, remember on Reba, Van and Cheyenne had a daughter when they were 17. The daughter's name Elizabeth. If that show was still on TV right now, Elizabeth would be 20." one. <laughs> and that made a lot of people feel really old. It did. It did. A lot of comments, a lot of views on that. If you haven't checked out our TikTok, go there because we've got a lot of videos that have popped off recently. Right. I agree. I don't think they should do anything with it. I think it should stay in the past, but maybe if they did like a one hour special, yeah. I'd be down to watch that. Today, we're talking about CMT Music Awards that aired last night. And right now, we'll talk about the biggest things that happen other than the awards. We'll hit on all the awards later. Okay. In the next Casey Covers Country. So this award show was hosted by Kelsey Ballerini and Kane Brown. I think this is like the third year that they've hosted together. I think they're really trying to make a Brad and Carrie situation out of them. They've got good chemistry, I think. And they started hosting when they were both kind of just... Like, they weren't new to the scene by any means, but they weren't also A-level. Yeah. And now I think that they're becoming these new A-level artists, these new standard that uh, CMT, it's a smart move on them to build on smaller artists until they get bigger. For sure. Next, starting things off, Kelsey made a strong message about the recent Nashville school shootings. On March 27th, 2023, three nine-year-olds, along with Dr. Catherine Kuntz, Cynthia Peak, and Mike Hill, walked into the Covenant School and didn't walk out. I think that was a great move. Yeah. To make that statement at the beginning of the show, just like lay it all out there. It seems like a lot of this award show was very message oriented. Oh, yeah, because that wasn't the only time Kelsey had everybody's divided attention. She also performed a new single. If you're going down, I'm going down, too. It's all about like sticking up for the people that you love. And she was joined on stage by some of the country's most popular drag queens. Okay. Kelsey obviously making a statement about changes she wants to be seen in Nashville and Tennessee legislature. Um, in response to Tennessee's new bills about banning drag shows. Yes. Not to mention she took the red carpet with her new boyfriend, Chase Stokes, with had everybody with hearts in their eyes. This this took me by surprise just because the TikTok that I saw last night or the, the highlight that I saw was her actually getting out of the limousine van with Chase Stokes. Yeah. And I feel like if you're Kelsey Ballerini, this isn't like a typical move. You know what I mean? Like you're waiting a little. I know we've I know we've seen. I think pictures. if you're any star of that caliber, you're yeah. waiting a little while. Yeah, and it's not like you get out at the same time. She would get out, and then he would kind of trail. But 
they're both very they much out there. Yeah. And I think she really did it as a statement of like, you know, okay, fine. Everybody knows about it. Let's just call a spade a spade. Yeah. And he's coming with me and we're doing it together. And he's sitting front row. <laughs> So how about that? Singing along to all the songs. When it comes to performances, Winona Judd, I'm sorry, not Winona. Yeah, Winona Judd. I, I thought I said the wrong Judd. Performed with Ashley McBride. And tell me they are not just the same flavor, but in different generations. Oh, yeah. Also, I like it. Carly Pierce performed a No Doubt hit with Gwen Stefani, which is a fun way to switch things up. And Alanis Morissette surprised everybody by first being there, but inviting female artists to join her on stage and sing You Ought to Know. Just took me right back to the 90s. So unexpected. <laughs> but so fun. So I don't know who thought of that idea, but I mean, I thought it was a good one. Yeah. And then we can talk about who won all of the awards coming up in the next Casey Cars Country at 8.30 on 92.3 WIL because there were some good winners. Earlier we talked about the jaw-dropping moments that happened at the CMT Music Awards last night, but now let's get to the award winners. Jelly Roll shed tears when he was accepting his award for Breakthrough Male Video, Male Video of the Year, and First Digital Performance, which I'm pretty sure just means like... The artist that's always going viral. Yeah. Like huge on social media. Three awards in one night. And I'm so proud. Oh, sorry. That's Lainey Wilson. Let's get to Jelly Roll. Three awards in one night. I hope y'all give me a second here. I'm a little emotional. I started drinking. I didn't think I was going to win again. (laughs) Said in awesome Jelly Roll fashion. And he said as he was leaving the stage, you know. The most important thing I'll say tonight is that we're shutting the streets down in Austin. Yeah. That's where the award show was held. We talked to him, what, about a month ago or so, maybe three weeks ago, and the dude is awesome. Like, he is as advertised. Yeah, he's... What you see is what you get, and that's what we love about him. Lainey Wilson also got two awards, one for Heart Like a Truck and one for Weight in the Truck. The girl is just always dealing with trucks. And I'm so proud of this music video. It was filmed, produced, written, and directed by all women. Can I get a come on now? Another artist who is just exactly what they seem like. Yep. But Shania Twain won the Equal Play Award, and that was presented to her by Megan Thee Stallion, which felt so random. I love Megan Thee Stallion, <laughs> but it was kind of like, oh, look at her at the CMT Awards. Okay, that's cool. Um, the Equal Play Award goes to an artist who advocates for diversity in the industry and shatters ceilings to redefine the genre. Now, listen, when I wrote the phrase, man, I feel like a woman, I honestly I had no idea at the time that it would become an undercurrent of a decades-long career. And it really has. Like, although she's had a ton of hits, I feel like that's the one that... You're always going to hear at a bar. You're always going to quote. Mm-hmm. You're always going to remember all the lyrics to. Doesn't matter if you're a dude or if you're a lady, you're singing the lyrics. The first three notes <laughs> hit and it shuts down whatever room you're in. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I think she's the best candidate for that award. And there were a few more winners as well, but those were the biggest of the night. Shania Twain style has been a little bit different lately, for sure. So let's talk about the real reason why she's dressing a little bit louder. Shania Twain has always been known to make a statement when it comes to her style. Of course, we've said this before. And now she's taking things to the next level. You've seen her experiment with a lot of different hair colors. And I won't lie. I was the one to say it after I forget what award show or... Was it the pink? Red carpet it was. She had a long red wig on with some Dr. Seuss pantsuit and a top hat and I (laughs) did did not hold back my feelings about it. And that's on me. But 
from platinum blonde to vibrant red and bubblegum pink. She's trying it all. And while she was on the red carpets of the um, CMT Music Awards on Sunday, she explained why she's doing it and where the inspiration comes from for all these new looks. She says, over the years, I've had many styles, but right now I'm really enjoying all the color because I'm going gray. Okay. She goes on to say, instead of shielding herself from the next phase of life, she's excited to use it to switch up all her different styles because life, quote, is too short to wear boring clothes. I almost didn't recognize her at the CMTs. Like, there was a couple different images or videos that I uh-huh. saw, and I was like, is that Shania? Yeah. Just, she just looked different with, uh, with, it's hard to keep up with all the different hair colors that she's been trying out lately. So She's been doing it all. <laughs> she's been wearing things that I feel like you would never quite expect, which is probably the same exact way whenever she had her first, what do you call it? Her first uh, stint in her career. Oh, gotcha. In yeah. the late 90s and early 2000s. She told E! Entertainment, she says, as I go gray, I might as well just play around with different colors. I might change my hair color every week because why not? I have an empty palette, so I'm experimenting with it, which is a good point. Like, if you are going gray, I know it's much easier to hairstylist, please, you know, call in. But I think I'm pretty sure it's much easier to deposit color and change it up if you want to. Uh, I don't Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but I got my hair cut this week and I looked down at the, you know, the apron. I was like, gosh, it's all gray. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all gray. And she goes, you know what? Guys have an unfair advantage because you guys look good with gray hair. So stop complaining. That's kind of true. And then I'm also thinking in the same, like, as we're talking about this, maybe I use this as to take advantage of and I start wearing wigs in different colors. Right. <laughs> right. I'm taking inspiration from Shania Twain in my I thought you meant. I thought you were going to say, maybe I should just work with it and we should go to the store and get some pink box dye and turn it up some. Let's go. (laughs) You say the word and I'm there. Jackson Dean isn't just keeping the fame and success for this past year to himself. He's bringing his family up with him. So Jackson Dean, he, you may have seen him at our Hot Country Nights show earlier this year. He's the one that sings, um, if I don't come back, don't come looking. Yeah. You know. Well, he knew exactly what he wanted for his new music video for his song Fearless. Fearless is the next single after Don't Come Looking. So it's kind of like okay, Don't Come Looking. It, it turned out to be huge. This next song has to do equally equally as well. So he decided to film a really huge music video to go along with it. And he decided that the people in the music video, he didn't want them to be strangers. He knew exactly who they should be. Telling the story of what I wanted the message of this to be was not just a guy and a girl. I knew I wanted to use my brother and my sister-in-law and my niece to tell that story because what else is greater there to fight for than your family? And the scene set is in 1863, so it's very, like, old-looking. and yellowstone Yes. Yeah. And the storyline goes that the baby gets sick, so... Dean's Jackson Dean's brother Kyle who serves as like the dad he has to leave his wife and daughter at home so he can go out and fight the elements and fight the bad guys and the wolves and rush to the nearest town to get some medicine and they had like real wolves and flying bullets and they're standing on the edges of real cliffs this movie is shot so cinematic I don't truly know how he has the budget yeah you know please tell me that the dude rode a buffalo the whole time instead of a horse because I feel like that'd be awesome. Dude on a buffalo? I think you just made that up. No! Look it up on YouTube. Also, when we met him at Ballpark Village, 
I, in my mind, was like, oh, he's probably like 28, 30. Oh, no. 22 years old. Dude's kind of like a, a younger version of Brantley Gilbert in a way. I was going to say like a younger Chris Stapleton. Okay. He's got- Hybrid. A hybrid. Yeah. He's got this like he his voice is so low and strong, but he's got this sense as like he's seen some things. Yeah, he's an old soul. Yet guy like would have just gotten out of college. Yeah. If that's the route that he took. <laughs> he goes on to say, I've had this vision of my brother playing this role for so long, ever since I wrote the song. So it was like magic watching it come to fruition, and I've really been moved. Seeing it for the first time, the realness of it all is heightened. Seeing the genuine love between the characters because they are together in real life will just hit you in the chest. So, I think that was pretty cool that you know he decided to make this big cinematic music video for his second single, but also called up his family and was like, "You guys got to be the one to do this." Yeah, going for that CMT award next year. We see you. Mm, we see you, Jackson. We see you. <laughs> Blake Shelton is posting his vlogs again. Feeling pretty excited about the rising temperatures in Oklahoma because it signals that it's finally time to start growing some corn on the ranch. It's corn! <laughs> he posted a video from his tractor yesterday to the socials to say... It's early April. There is absolutely no frost in the forecast. That means corn time, baby. Woo! We're farming! And took off. Man. Into the abyss. Look at him go. Him and Luke Bryan <laughs> planting their corn. <laughs> <laughs> planting their corn. Having so much, they got a brand popcorn out of it. Did you ever try that? Luke the Bryan's popcorn? popcorn? No, it sold out. Mm. And we even tried to go through the uh, through the channels, through the music label channels, and they didn't oh, have it really? either. Yeah. I just wanted to try his popcorn. Right. If he's going to be out there planting it all, yeah. you might as well give it to the biggest connoisseur in the industry. I wonder if Blake Shelton is planting... Popcorn if he's planting sweet corn. What kind of corn are you planting? Feed corn? That's what is a it? good question. Yeah. Like I've said a million times, he, you know, he's this big star. So it's even more cool to see him showing off his more normal moments of his life. And I'm sure that he's got a ton of time off now that he's officially left with a voice. He's not currently touring. I bet he's just bored. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? Let's just go hop on this big orange tractor and hit it. There's not too many people in the world that are like, we're farming! Yeah! <laughs> Blake Shelton is one of them. <laughs> yeah. So that video is on our Facebook and our Instagram. Find us at 923WAL. One thing Ashley McBride wore to the CMT Awards that you probably didn't catch on Sunday night. Um, let's just preface by saying after she won her first Grammy earlier this year, she always said she was planning on getting a tattoo to commemorate the occasion. And on Sunday night at the CMT Awards, she made good on that promise and she walked into the ceremony with a golden gramophone freshly inked onto her left wrist. It looks so cool. It is gorgeous. And Ashley's pretty tatted up, obviously. She's yep. got the American traditional style ink all over most of her like arms. And of course, her signature eagle that's just painted across her chest. Yeah. So she made a reel or a TikTok, I guess, about the situation. She's like, come to the tattoo parlor with me and shows the process of getting there having the stencil put on and then the finished product as well. But then she also hinted that there's another new tattoo she's got and it is one that she didn't quite show off as much at the awards. It's a tattoo of like a car's rear view mirror with the devil looking 
into it. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah, like driving away from you, devil. Exactly. Except when you put all the pieces together, she does have a new song coming out on Friday called The Devil I Know. Oh. So I'm thinking this song must be something else yeah. that she hasn't even released it, but she's already getting it. Okay. Tattooed. So what happens if you win the CMTs? Like, do you get, I don't know, is that like Cody Allen's face or something on your arm? If you win the CMTs, I think you get a good, a good applause and then you go home. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if she's going to, so a lot of people, when they, when they put tattoos on their body, it's, a, it tells the story of their life, right? Yeah. Do you think the Grammy is the only one that's worthy yes. of ink? Yes. At the CMAs? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I, yeah, I don't think if you got a CMA, an ACM, a CMT, no, yeah. but a Grammy, that's like top tier in the okay. music biz. Okay. So I appreciate that she kind of left that spot open, specifically knowing she was going to get the Grammy someday, and then going straight afterwards to yeah. go get it and show it off at the next awards show. Taylor Swift fans are experts at cracking off her code, so it only seems natural that it was only a matter of time before they discovered. This new one, we know as somebody who's been to a gajillion concerts. That's a new, that's a new word. A million of them. <laughs> we know what happens when suddenly a really big band cart or like janitorial cart yeah. is just randomly rolled through the crowd and up onto stage. Yeah. Because moments later, surprise, an artist just pops out because they can't a lot of times there might not be a connection to like backstage or the green room to the stage so they need a way to get out there without ruining the first glimpse to the fans right yes yes taylor swift fans have been going viral by any time that there is a box somewhere in the crowd big enough for a human body to fit in <laughs> specifically with wheels on it yeah they are taking videos they are zooming in they're posting to tiktok they're saying she's in that box and then people will have eyes on that box until the show starts and sometimes they're right and now they're actually getting really good video the the people who are sitting far enough to the side almost to the back of the stage what's I feel that called an obstructed view yeah i feel so sorry for those people i know like you want to be at the taylor swift show so bad that you're willing to pay money to sit behind the stage it's crazy terrible seats but they always get a good view and a good little tiktok shot of when the box comes back mm -hmm. and a shimmery little sparkly little blonde thing pops out yeah. and hits the stage. You heard this Taylor Swift heiress tour rumor that in order for her to get to the stage before the show starts, she gets wheeled in a janitor cart. We got to ask this to our next artist that we interview, like a big, big one, because I want to say I've seen Kenny Chesney pop out of some crazy things. Yeah, I could see that. The thing, the thing that is weird about this is that there is so much technology within this stage. We've seen the sled. We've seen all the things that go on in the stage. And you're telling me that they have not found a way to get her from backstage to the stage by anything other than a janitor cart. Like it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> and in my mind, she'd be walking through the rafters before yeah. she would do something that minuscule. <laughs> so hilarious. Fans are freaking out about it. Of course, we know this happens all the time at concerts, but fans are... 
tweeting and saying, you filmed history. It's so obvious now. I'll never look at a janitor the same again. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you're at a concert, there's a very good chance that that's not just a janitor's cart rolling around. You never know. I have a feeling she's going to switch this up at some point. She has to. People are going to be knocking over the carts left yeah. and right looking for her. <laughs> As Luke Combs prepares to drop his next single to country radio, he announced that his fans are going to be the ones that get to choose which song it is. Okay, so something probably not everybody knows is that an artist or a team gets to choose which of their latest and greatest songs will be coming to country radio for everyday airplay. Mm -hmm. It's not like we just decide, of course. So they let us know which one it is. But a lot of times that decision can be hard for artists because like their music is their babies. You can't just choose a favorite. You're like, I like them all. Right. So now I guess Luke is sick of trying to make the decision and pick which one's going to work out best. So he's giving his fans two choices. He says they can choose between his new song, Five Leaf Clover or Love You Anyway. They're both on his brand new album that just came out like a week or two ago. If you um, haven't seen him on social media, he announced it himself. Starting today through next Wednesday, you can vote on my next single uh, at Country Radio. So you go to like LukeCombs.com and then you click to hear... Five Leaf Clover. The one thing I can't get over is that a gal like me who'd been fine with three wind up with a five leaf clover. Or you choose Love You Anyway. Day we met you be the reason this heart breaks. Oh, I love you anyway. Both very good as a Luke Combs song usually is. These little polls are cute. You know, they're fun little marketing things. I think we need to raise the stakes and whichever one isn't chosen gets destroyed. Delete it. Forever. Wow. Right? I'm serious. That's a bargain. Because you know you're going mean, to get... like a gamble. You're going to get both of them at some point, right? You're going to get both of them. Why not raise the stakes a little bit, you know? Kill one of them. So you think they're both going to end up being radio singles? Yeah. Eventually, it's Luke Combs. Anything he puts out, it's going to be played on the radio. Right, but he, his part. whole song of thirteen album of thirteen songs. Maybe not the whole thing, but I'm I'm thinking these are the two that they're obviously in between, so and they're both single worthy, right? So they're probably both going to eventually be on radio. And he's just letting them choose which one comes first. Up the stakes. Okay. Destroy the second one. That's a bit heavy. <laughs> no, I like it. I must say, <laughs> I don't know. I'll let you pitch that to him whenever he comes in. June 17th. I'll do that. Because I bet by then we will still only be playing that one radio single that the fans get to choose. I'm writing it down right now. Great news for one country artist who is expecting Maddie of Maddie and Tay. Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. She's having a baby. This comes about, I think, two years after Tay had her first daughter, Layton. You might remember Tay had a lot of uh, complications during that the end of her pregnancy and during the birth. And I know that they were... Wasn't she in the hospital the for like a for whole, a long time? Yeah, I feel like she was in the hospital too for like a month, wasn't she? I think it was a few months. I think yeah. the, she was like three months old by the time they got to bring her home. Oof. But now Maddie is expecting her. I know you saw that lightning in here. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie is expecting her first son and they just announced it yesterday on social media. Maddie Marlo Font revealed as she was standing beside her husband Jonah and they held a little sign saying expecting in September. And did you know that Maddie and her husband have been together for 15 years. That's crazy. She's so young, I She's feel. She's 30. So they're high She's school sweethearts. 
Oh, they've been okay. I was like, they've been married for 15 years. I'm sorry, no, did I say been, that? They've, no, been, they've together been together, yeah, for 15 years. They said they found out in early January. She surprised Jonah with a little card and some positive tests whenever he came home from work. They say they're so excited to become parents because they've always wanted babies and they think that this is the perfect new chapter for them. I, it's so wild seeing them because I think a lot of people might still think of Maddie and Tay as like the 17 year old mm-hmm. girl in a country song yeah. um, artists. But now what you don't realize is it's been like 13 years. Their wives, their mothers, and they're still out touring. I think the last time they were here, they were at the pageant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to interview. Well, we both got to interview. No. We- you wrote them a poem. I did. I wasn't there. I wish I, I was. I was with Marty, who was very nervous as to what the poem may have in it. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> he, you know, he's a he's a secondhand embarrassment kind of guy. So <laughs> that's so funny. Well, love them. Hope them. I'm sorry. Wish them all the best. Hopefully we get to see them come to St. Louis sometime soon. Another funny thing about the story is that Tay actually predicted that Maddie was pregnant before Maddie even found out. And that's what prompted her to go home and be like, you know what? Maybe I should just go take a test and see. Wow. So they're that close after all these years of touring and obviously being the best of friends. So you can see that announcement on our Instagram story and Facebook page. Casey covers country.